Welcome back to another instalment of the Fantasy Football Surgery podcast coming to you on the 19th of April. We are slap bang in the middle of double game week uh, number two for the season and uh, the best season of them all. And so far, we know that Leicester are still top of the league. Tottenham are closing the gap, sadly, for us Gunners fans. And uh, Newcastle have just pulled off a point with Manchester City very impressively this evening. Going to be running the rule over the double game weeks, bringing back the uh, the panel of surgeons themselves first of all it's the Iceman. hi pete hi guys hello sir and welcome back after his absence last week it's the woodman hello mate you were unsure how to refer to us weren't you i thought there's going to be an insult in there <laughs> yeah I, I just thought i'd keep it kind of generic um too many options so i panicked and, and just opted out in the end <laughs> <laughs> and welcoming back the man more bitter than keith himself it's parker nice to see you turned up this week pete I, I actually was going to turn up last week, but the Iceman um, actually suspended me. <laughs> poor, poor performance. He wanted to run the rule over some other presenters, so I'm very, very glad to be given this opportunity. Uh, the uh, misconduct should have extended your ban as well, mate, to a six-podcast ban. So very much. You, should, hard, you shouldn't be here. You really should. are like the Gabby and Bon Lahore of the podcast world. Yes, I was seen out having some... What was he having? Is it laughing gas or something like yeah, that? Laugh. Villa have been a joke this season, but that you wouldn't need laughing gas to realise that. That is unbelievable. Um, I was also, say, would have thought his teammates would provide him with all the laughs he needs. He doesn't need gas for that. But. It doesn't get much funnier than when the club captain comes out and says it's a relief to be relegated. <laughs> yeah. That really does It's a load off their shoulders. A real load, so they can start playing freely now without any pressure. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of that. Like, sorry, just quickly. I like the stat, and Jim might appreciate this, because is a stat. Um, Agbon Lahore has scored one goal this season and he's had two internal investigations. That is double the amount of investigations to goals ratio this season. Very impressive from Gabby. <laughs> Good stuff. Really a lovely return from a homegrown Villa player. Um, quite often clubs moan because there's not enough homegrown players, but after the example of Agbon Lahore and, uh, and Wiltshire in recent months, I'm actually starting to wonder if it's better off uh, signing from further afield. <laughs> Potentially, mate, yeah. Quite potentially, unless you're Saints, in which case you just sell them anyway and they, they turn to nothing. <laughs> yeah. So before we get on to uh, to talking about the, the double game week, at about 89 minutes into the three o'clock games, uh, this Saturday just gone, first game of the double game week, um, this music was heard playing from the Parker residence. Now I'm going to let you listen to it and then I want you to tell me why. No, I hear the wrong song. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. I was thinking, I haven't got a clue what he's all about here. That is awesome. Bear with me, hold on. Oh, that is a great outtake. We'll just leave it in. No, that's normal. Saying it. Just, just leave it in there, mate. Leave it in the normal, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Right, okay, let's try again, lads. So, Parker Residence, Saturday, 89 minutes. Um, why was this music playing? Why would he have been playing that? Was, uh, uh, oh, no, I'm going to say that. I haven't got was a it because of Newcastle results? Oh, we got there in the end, didn't we? Yeah, I thought it would be quite obvious, the fact that you picked two Newcastle players that nobody in fantasy football would even think of picking. They both scored. They kept a clean sheet. You must be feeling pretty badass. That that really has fallen flat on its face. But anyway, well, <laughs> well done, mate. The associated with two Newcastle players doing well for his fantasy football team. I don't get it. It's kind of badass, mate. 
Is that a song called Badass then or something? I didn't think it was. Oh my Jesus Christ! I'm logging <laughs> off. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> Jerry, can you bring back? Can you bring back Tom Campbell? I actually really like what he brought to the he podcast. Right, wasn't he? <laughs> Am I missing something really obvious here, or is Bullard's banter just really, really? If you poor? if you look at a lot of the um, a lot of the gifts and stuff on Facebook, you have someone doing something quite badass, and then that plays in the background. Oh, okay, right. That's let's just happens. say there's a reason he was suspended for last week, and this is it. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go on to our teams. Let's see how we've done. Woodsy, how was your game week? Oh, this isn't going to get any better by coming to me first for game week. So. <laughs> uh, I think I scored something like forty nine, but um, I. <laughs> I had a nosebleed and decided that I would take a minus 20 to prep God. my team for the double game week. <laughs> so I actually scored 29 points. It's not finished oh, though. Wow. You've still got a few games left. Yeah, it I don't think they're g- going to help. It depends on how many double game um, week players you've got. Uh, I've got a full 11. Well, actually, I did have until Nasri got injured. Yeah. So I've got 10. Um, I'm just trying to think who I captained as well. It was probably an awful decision as well. Move on, Bullard. <laughs> it's going to depress everybody. It was, Ro- it was Rooney, it. I think you captained. Was it? That was it. Yes, yeah, oh, so yeah. it's a massive thing. just just while I'm here, Woodsy, just while I'm here, yeah. what's your biggest regret of the double game week? Um, well, where do I start? Rooney, minus twenty, twenty, uh, Nasri. The, the list is endless. Did you, out of interest, take out um, Toby, Deli Ali, and Harry Kane for the minus twenty? No, I took them out weeks ago. Uh, okay. Yeah. I've missed I understand you are there. terrible at this game so, <laughs> exactly. so yeah I, I capped off uh, I'm capping off my season sort of continued form of just being absolutely rubbish basically alright well I, I'm going to actually lead us on next because really it's coming down to now Parker versus Beard the Iceman somewhere in the middle and then uh, myself versus Woodsy for the bottom dweller award and the consequential penalty for next season. So I, I was uh, privy to the fact that we had taken a minus 20. So I went ahead and took a minus 16 myself. Um, still four, <laughs> oh my still four points ahead of him. So straight away, I, straight away I'm in credit. Um, I've done a little bit better. I've actually managed to get 88 points so far and I've still got uh, Payet... Um, if Klopp fancies playing Klein, Sturridge, or Coutinho, that'd be really helpful. Um, I've Coutinho, got. That's the other bloody yeah, bugger as well. I've still got Robles, bloody Lukaku, bugger. and Barkley. Uh, I've still got a couple of Crystal Palace players and a few Arsenal players. So actually, I, I think I'm going to go well over 100. So for a minus 16, I'm not too disappointed. Uh, my biggest regret. Um, where do you start? Is it taking out Kane and Ali, or is it is it putting in those Liverpool players who oh, haven't God. played? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> the way the logic is strong, I'm going to uh, I'm going to lock down this uh, this non wooden spoon award, which is is going in Woodsy's direction right now. <laughs> Definitely enjoy your cut of it next season. Woodsy's just worse than you. <laughs> if I if if my season wasn't over, obviously I wouldn't have done that. But and I'm sure a lot of people um, can relate to getting sucked into the whole double game week um, obsession and wanting as many players in their team with double game weeks. But, you know, Harry and Deli Alley have proven that they don't need double game weeks to score big. So, well, so you, yeah. say, you say that, but a lot of people do have like 11 players left. So, And I did save my wild card for it, so I wouldn't go through these minus 16 and minus 20s. <sighs> Are you right, still going on about that bloody wild card, Jerry? <laughs> we'll you be really talking are about Elsa, aren't you? Do you remember last season when I used my wild card? <laughs> and I got two free transfers a few weeks later. Yeah, do you remember? To be, to be fair, Iceman, you have actually jumped up the league though haven't you for all of this uh yeah for all yeah. these tactics yeah I've, I've done all right i'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna i'm, I'm gonna not too bad 
bad this week as well. I'm on 89, but I did take a, a minus 8 in the end. So <laughs> I'm, I'm in the points hits. But again, I've got 11 players left to play still. Uh, my biggest regret was actually not bringing in Townsend and bringing in Nazri instead. I should have gone with the, uh, nice the Newcastle call. man. Should have gone with Townsend. Then you could have had some badass music as well. What about you, Parker? Um, I'll try not to gloat, but um, <laughs> I've already broken the 100-point barrier this week. I'm on 106. I took a minus four. Surprisingly, I took a couple of punts. One was Townsend, thanks to James and his stats, and he got me 16 points. And the other one was a very unknown Newcastle defender called Lascelles. He also got me 16 points, thanks to scoring <laughs> and clean sheet. I can see you're about as good as pronouncing his name as you are the top 10 in our mini-league. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely right. Um, <laughs> but the points are all yours. And I can see now you've crept. You're actually 2022nd as we sit in the moment in the entire game. It's yeah. Not bad. Good work, it's mate. pretty pleasing. That's not um, bad. It's interesting because Brookie, I think, got something like 80 points, 86 points, something like that. But when I'd play my wild card and put my players in, a uh, certain senior Woodsy did say, I've got all the right teams, but all the wrong players. Now, <laughs> oh, mate. No, I completely admit that. When I looked at your wildcard team in comparison to Beards, you had Firmino, he had Coutinho. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other comparisons. Well, but all Coutinho the... didn't play and Firmino got 11 points. Exactly. <laughs> he he had all the players that I, I thought would actually perform better than, than your selections. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And and they haven't, so you got really lucky with that, basically. Yeah, that. <laughs> it's really lucky. No skill, just pure luck. Yeah. yeah. So, Lloydie, very impressive from you. I'm just gonna. I'll just give us a quick rundown of Brookie's team. He's on 81 so far. He's used his bench boost. He took a minus eight, and he he fell victim to the Klopp cut. So he had Klein, Milner, and Coutinho. None of none of which featured. Martial did nothing for him up front. He went for Lanzini over Payet, and he also backed his Fosu Mensah discussion from last week, who only he got a substitute appearance. To be fair, Mitrovic did come in for him, and I am pleased for him because he's been talking about that for a number of months now. So <laughs> good for you. It, it has been a weird double game week. There's a yeah. lot of benching um, going on. How many points did Mitrovic get? Got uh, Mitrovic got a uh, got an assist, so he's he's only got a point for tonight. So he's got a nice solid five out of that. Strong. It, it is just, when you're down the bottom, mate. Five points is an absolute jackpot. <laughs> you um, just to say, you skipped on for me a bit quickly, Bullard. I was just going to say, um, I had enough of you gloating. <laughs> I've still got eleven players left to play because I used my bench boost as well. And my regret, which you didn't ask me, was bringing in Lukaku because he's an absolute donkey. How can you regret anything about the game week you've just had? Well, you always strive for perfection. Absolutely. Okay, so yeah, Lukaku, I think he's actually dented a lot of uh, fantasy football managers, but um, potentially going to play this week in the Merseyside derby. I I think most of the players who didn't play in that first game probably will pop up this week. What are your thoughts, lads? Yeah, hopefully. Well, that's what we're all hoping for. Absolutely. Okay, so we can see how the uh, the, uh, surgeons have got on there. Iceman, um, oh no, actually it's Parker rather. Can you take us through our top ten? Yes, I can. Um, I'm not going to lie. No one really cares where you boys are, so we'll just skip that element of it. Well, now, hold on, hold on. (laughs) I'm 122nd. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And, Stuart, don't worry, mate, you're further down than that, so um, don't worry about it. I'm probably at the bottom. So, top ten, you do love the bottom. We have quite a few changes, so um, in tenth is Pinky and Brian, which is Sushant Garag. Uh, number nine is Dean Draper. Number eight is Susie Muse. Number seven is Richard Cosmala. 
Six is Nat Thomas. Five is some legend Lloyd Parker. Four is Marlon Ratner. Uh, three is Tom Irving. Two is Ron Kane. And first still is Mohamed Al-Kazi. I just um, want to have a look where he is actually in the uh, in the whole game. So he I am coming for you, by the way, Mohamed. You're only 38 points ahead of me. Um, he's four, he's 575th in the whole game. Wow, that's impressive. I'm coming for him. I'm hunting him down, like Harry Kane with his Lions. Very much. And actually, he uh, he was victim this week to uh, the Milner and Moreno cut, although he did benefit from Sturridge playing for Liverpool. Mm. Did he well, up? No, he didn't. Just wild card. Okay. So I've got... He's probably got... Yeah. Okay, I've got a chance of catching it. Game week's not over. No, the game week's not over. There's many more. And actually, he hasn't bench boosted. So you've got a fair... You may have a chance of climbing up here, Parker, and taking home that jackpot that the Iceman's offering out of his own pocket for winning the league. <laughs> well, that £1,000 cash prize. Winning, uh, <laughs> was that, was that it? <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty that. sure it's a thousand. Oh, it might have been two. Yeah, I have no money. <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, well, we would do if you uh, donated to Patreon. That's Patreon.com. <laughs> Patreon. I tell you what, if the Iceman can't drum up the money by the end of the season, I will give you the thirty-seven pence currently in my wallet for winning the league. <laughs> so please do claim that if you win. I think that's enough said on the league and our and our players for this double game week. Let's have a little think about the panel. I'm going to come to Charlie Parker first. Who is your panel's pick? It's a boring one, but with such limited games, for me, it's a no-brainer. It's got to be Aguero. He scored a crazy amount of goals recently. He's in great form. City are hitting the, their form at the right time, really, for the Champions League. And I think early kickoff. OK, Brookie doesn't like it, but I think Aguero will bag some goals. It's against Stoke, and Stoke capitulated against Spurs, so I think... It's got to be Aguero, no-brainer. Well, well, Brookie doesn't like captioning at that time, but I think definitely playing at that time is is absolutely on the cards. And, and uh, he was going to be my pick as well. I think you're right. He scored again tonight. Even if City did only manage a draw against Newcastle, what were your thoughts on that? Fantastic yeah. for Newcastle. How weird. Yeah. How weird. And also good for Man United. Let's him back him. What's his ownership now, Aguero? He's got to be pretty high ownership now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, every team that's playing, surely it's 33.7%. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. He's on. Wow. Yeah. That's not it. I thought it'd be hard. That some people were taking him out, which I didn't understand. I know, like he's expensive and you want to free up cash, but you've seen in the last three or four game weeks he's flipping explosive, and you can't yeah. afford not to have him. To be honest. Any regrets not captaining? Yeah, yeah. massive regrets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I went uh, for the other side of Manchester, Wayne. God. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking? That's why my season was over after game week ten. Decisions Did you, like that. Were you hanging out with Jamie Vardy too much? <laughs> no, I wasn't hung over. What about the other stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, we don't condone on the podcast. Absolutely not. So you're going with it with Aguero. Um, Iceman, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going with not only Aguero, but I'm going to go with Kane as well. Again, it's a no-brainer. He's in form. Everyone's got him. And if you haven't... I don't. Oh, True. That's true as well. In, in fact, <laughs> not, everyone's got him apart not, from most of the panel. John, got John hasn't got him either, mate. Yeah, John's got everyone's got him. And so, if you can name me two people that don't have Harry Kane right now, then I'll be very surprised. <laughs> no, a, a I'll give you the thirty-seven p which Peter's going to give me out of his wallet straight to you. If you can. <laughs> a, a, a lot of people still own Kane. If you're taking him out now, it's just for those double game weeks. But for the for the running for the end of the season, he's just Spurs look really good at the moment. 
It pains me to say it as an Arsenal fan, but God, they, they don't have look good attacking. And with West Brom at home next, he's definitely a captain option. A lot of people are bringing him in now because obviously the people that have just taken him out are going to want him back in. And in fact, I'm one of them. Can't afford him. him. Yeah, I took him out as so. well. So everyone's got him apart from no one in the lot. <laughs> I'm going from his ownership. No, the on, podcast actually he, has him. I can confirm that because I got rid of him at the wrong time. He's on uh, 42.4%, so a lot of people do still have him. Wow. Oh, wow. But yeah. So what, what about you, Woodsy? Who have you got in mind? Well, like Parker said, we've limited game choices. Um, the teams that you're selecting from are obvious, aren't they? It's got to be City or Spurs. So my pick... They are playing Villa. That is true. That is true. They are playing Villa, but Southampton, well, I was going to say they're poor, but they're not, are they? Actually, Parker, I'm surprised you didn't go for Pella. He's your man, isn't he? He is, but I've taken him out now, so... But in yeah, form. he is. He's a great shout. And with less got think... with no weight in his shoulders than Gabby, now they're toothless up front, I think Saints are going to get plenty of points there. Yeah, it's a good shout, actually. I think, um, with that in mind, I think I'll actually change my powers pick and go for... Uh... <laughs> go for Pella <laughs> how many goals has he scored in his last five games it's at least three or four isn't it I'm going to say more than that but I can't find him on the list <laughs> he's got four so relegated got Villa. he's got four in his last Saints, six four in his last yeah. six yeah and he's got three assists as well so he's contributed seven things in the last six games strong stats very strong well I'd be eyeing up Pella then for a replacement obviously Vardy's not going to be with us for the rest of the season so if you're looking for a striking option to replace yeah, him with Pella's shot, a good shout I think it's pretty much same at least for well. the next game week anyway yeah I like that when have you attempted by Mane last week I heard you talking about it no Mane's too inconsistent for me but here he's got a bad touch I mean, him and Koeman still, still I would say are frosty so I'd keep away from him I think Koeman could happily rotate him because he's still, still not... I don't think he's keen on him because of behaviour outside of the football pitch. But what has he been doing? I think turning up late for meetings. I think he's kind of basically trying to push for a move because he started off yeah. the season really well. But because he's kind of been pushing for a move, um, I think Koeman's a bit fed up with him. He wanted to go to United, didn't he? I think United were interested in him. It was yeah. the last season's transfer window, wasn't it? Um, uh, January, I think. Was it January? Because it was uh, Wanyama and him wasn't it that were Wanyama linked yeah. with Paul wasn't it and him linked with United and Koeman said no one was leaving basically yeah. locked them from going yeah Let, let's have the real truth about what Mane's been up to has he been smoking with Jack or laughing <laughs> with Gabby <laughs> both mate <laughs> he has Night played the day. last four though and he got 90 minutes in his last three so he's been playing quite a lot recently he might be well, a James, random, random he's, punt he's, he's due mate he's due he's a sub unfortunately in, in all of those fixtures though but he's got 10 None, in his last because the ball keeps unfortunately the ball keeps hitting his shin and rolling off the pitch apparently because <laughs> he has a bad <laughs> touch he's got a well the only one I'm going to add into the pot that is any different to this obviously Spurs are the obvious to go with with the form they're in West Brom are pretty much a dead horse now City obviously trying to get in the top four. The only one I'd probably add to this to think about is maybe looking at Liverpool still fighting to get back into the top four. Maybe Daniel Sturridge. I thought he looked good over the weekend. I think he had a goal and assist to contribute. Uh, Newcastle are still fighting as well, obviously. But at the same time, those games historically score goals. I remember the days of Collymore etc not that that's relevant now at all but there's some history for you um so maybe a liverpool player for me when's the next fixture in the europa um when's liverpool's next round in europa because liverpool next players week, are massive week. rotation risk aren't they i'd be scared about bringing storage next week next week so just before the game no it's, it's just after um, no just after 
It's just a, after. after um, they've got, yeah, but they've got, I think, a, a week between the game. They're on Thursday. Okay, so we've got a, a bit of variety there in terms of our panels picks. The obvious one's definitely looking like City and Spurs. Let's see if there's any differentials at the panel sleeves. Coming to Woodsy first. Oh, God. Um, Who's up your sleeve? Andy Carroll. Oh, wow. He's not even playing. I know, but I'm using my transfer to prep for next game. Week, <laughs> oh, yes, God. you've got a game. He's brilliant. <laughs> Solid pick, Woodsy. <laughs> that really yeah. isn't it. For the West Brom fixture in game week 36. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> it's tactical, tactical transfer making, mate. You've and do you know what? They've, they've got a double game week after that, haven't they? Where... Yeah, in game week 37. Exactly. So yeah, Andy... All right, yeah. Pre-prep, nice. Exactly. All right. But imagine there was a player playing next uh, game week would <laughs> do that would be a differential. Who might, who might that be? I know, because anyone else wouldn't come close to uh, wouldn't come close to being Andy Carroll, so... It's just solely Andy Carroll for me, mate. Can't think about anyone. <laughs> Blinded by the West Ham lights. Blinded by bubbles. Okay, well, I, I'm going to offer something uh, that I think maybe a little bit more sensible, maybe not as productive, but let's see. Now, Leicester City have very recently lost the best striker in Europe, hands down. No one can dispute that at all. I don't care who you are. So, Jamie Vardy will not be playing for the next few weeks. That leaves a rather nice slot up front for Leandro Ajoa which I've pronounced about as well as Lloyd in the top 10. However, uh, good history of goal scoring. Scoring for Leicester at the moment, roughly every 133 minutes scored at the weekend. I think with a bit of form and consistency, Leicester is still chasing the league. He's got all of his midfielders behind him. I think it could be a good punt as a third striker, potentially to go with one of the big hitters. If you're trying to save some money for someone like Sanchez or KDB to fit them both into your midfield. The reason why I went for him over Okazaki, Okazaki seems to be subbed every game. Yeah. Never seems to finish for some reason. Claudio obviously thinks he only has about a 70 minute kind of fitness level when then he just takes him off every time. He's a so also, I fancy Joa to play. Yeah, he really work, is. He works hard, so that's why he has to bring him off. I mean, like, there's no one. I, I think I'd agree completely, but I still think Joa's goal scoring threat is greater than his for yeah. all that he's playing. Yeah, I agree with that. Especially last season, he was, he was scoring quite a lot. He was their top goal scorer, wasn't he? He was one of the reasons he, they stayed up in the end, wasn't mm. he? Yeah, no, I think it's a good chat, mate. A little bit different. No, what I about you, Sam? Carol, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about you then, uh, Iceman? Who do you think? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Chelsea player Loftus Cheek. Uh, he started three of the last four. Uh, priced at only four point six, so very a, nice. A massive enabler if you're looking to spend elsewhere. And with Chelsea playing, enabler. Oh, oh is, is this is this oh. a new term in fantasy football? So Obviously, he enables you to buy other expensive players. So enabler. I got out. that very. <laughs> With uh, yeah, with, with Chelsea playing Bournemouth in game week thirty five, then a double game week in game week thirty seven, and Gus uh, loves to bring through their youth at the moment. So I think he's he going. Really I think he's going to carry on playing, and yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping he will because I am considering bringing him in, depending on Nasri's injury. But hope I think Nasri's going to be all right. So I'm not sure at the moment. But within the last four game weeks, I've been looking at his stats over the last four game weeks. Yes, I look at stats, Lloyd, and uh, over. The last four game weeks he's notched eight attempts at goal he's scored against Villa and he's created three chances so 
there's a lot of hope there and I know he's not proven in the Prem and he would be a massive risk but maybe maybe it's the time to start taking risks as Woodsy has done although <laughs> to no avail I've been taking and, risks all season <laughs> look where I am look where it's got me <laughs> and actually we've seen um, to support you there Iceman I think Bournemouth we've seen conceding a few more recently and, and Loftus-Cheek seems to be playing further forward and he seems to be kind of getting on the end of things a little bit more so I think that's that's not a bad shout yeah, yeah. I was terrible shout <laughs> <laughs> Well, what about you, Parker? Let's see what you offer up then. What pearls of wisdom can we expect? You've surprised us with Lascelles and Townsend. You didn't tell us you were going to do that. Who, who are you thinking this week? I reckon he just puts names in a hat and yeah. picks them out. I mean, come on. Who would actually have picked Lascelles? Well, the Townsend one, I listened to James's fantastic stats and thought, that sounds good, let's put him in. Um, if only James had done the same thing himself. Um, yeah. So my differential this week is actually Jermaine Defoe. Parker, 5.1. stolen my Sunderland theme. I have a differential from Sunderland as well, but continue. You've already gone for your differential. You said Andy Carroll. <laughs> that clearly wasn't my differential, was it? <laughs> well, I wouldn't be surprised. Anyway, <laughs> Defoe, 5.1 million, 4.6%. He's playing this week, which is helpful. And then he's got <laughs> another game next week and then a double game week the week after. So for me, four games and three game weeks is useful. Yep. Sunderland, they need goals. So I think he's a bargain. Yeah. He's already scored 13 goals this season, so... Yeah, yeah, I like that again. Um, he's up against Arsenal, though, who are a bit unpredictable, Jekyll and Hyde. Do you think he can score against them? 100%. Andy Carroll can score a hat against them. Everyone so can score against Arsenal, mate. Crystal Palace can score against you, and there's been a ridiculous amount of games beforehand. So. A real monkey off their back. Just like being relegated. A little bit like being relegated, yeah. Thanks for that, Jolian. Okay, well, that's the differentials. You've actually got something to, to offer that's serious. Uh, yeah, I, do, was, yeah. I, I thought Carol wasn't a bad forward planning idea. <laughs> Who else have you got in mind then, Woodsy? Well, like Parker, um, I'm looking at the teams that are going to be fighting out from relegation. So a bit more to play for, obviously a bit more drive. And I quite liked Barini. So with Sunderland's, um, with Lloydie's choice of Sunderland players, a uh, bit more of a differential because he's only owned by 0.0% of fantasy football owners, which could suggest something. Um, he's 5.4 million, uh, and he scooped all three bonus in the game against Norwich and collected 12 points. And I liked his post-match interview where he said that he would take a penalty even if he broke his leg. So that's the sort of fight and drive that I want in my FPL team. So I quite fancy Barini. And like we've said, I'm not confident with the Gunners. Um, zero bottle, and I could see him and Defoe tearing them pieces so I've got, to say, I've got to say I, I wouldn't let Barini take a penalty if he had three legs let alone one <laughs> that that's a much more sensible shout though Woodsy I like that so we've got a Sunderland theme we're very much suggesting Arsenal are on the down here and a bit of pre-planning with Carroll for a couple of weeks time so bit of choice now we're, we're not going to be talking about price rises anymore um I, I hear that Senor or Lemon chopped that last week so let's move <laughs> straight on to captain's choice let the lies begin. Iceman, who are you going to skip her this week? Again, it's another hard one. I've got Aguero or Sturridge to pick from at the moment, but I might bring in Kane. So if I bring in Kane... Well, when, when, when Harry Kane's back in your team, who will you pick then? I would pick Kane if he was back in my team, but at the moment he's not, so I am looking at Sturridge. What does, what does, your, what does the data say? Because your stats are pretty much right every week. I, I'm actually going to start to, uh, to follow him. So what does your research suggest, Captain Wise, for this week? <laughs> 
Well, surely I'll be giving it away to you then. Yeah, not for myself. Well, you, you, so. you give it away every week and then you don't go with it. So at least let me benefit. <laughs> no, the, the stats are all in Aguero's favour. He's, you know, shots in the box, shots outside the box, touches in the opponent's half. He's got everything at the moment. He's got the goals. They've got Stoke and they've just let him fall against Tottenham. So Aguero's probably yeah. going to be the most common one. But as a differential, I need to start changing it a little bit because... I want to start catching third place in our league because that's where the money's at. And yeah, Sturridge, hopefully he's going to have a good game. That's where the real money's at. Okay, well, um, that, that's Aguero for me. And by the way, well done to everybody who's triple captain Sergio this week. A great call, picking that over uh, over the bench boost. What about you then, Parker? Who's your captain? Yeah, I've just got to go safe, mate, this week. Mm, 80% Aguero. I'm tempted by De Bruyne because he's always involved. Looks good, I doesn't think. he, at the moment? Yeah, and he looks unbelievable against Chelsea. He really turned that on, so... But I think it's a no-brainer. Aguero, it's got to be, if you've got him in your team. I'm interested there's been no talk of Sanchez so far. I'll be interested to see who Woods is thinking about. But I know for, for all we, we laugh about Arsenal, actually, he has been in great form recently. Has nobody considered him for captain material? I he just doesn't score big, big points Alex. like Sanchez. I mean, like Aguero. So you think this season is, is potential for an explosive return isn't quite as it was last year, even though he is consistent? Yeah. Okay. What about you, Woodsy? Where do you stand on it? Um, well, it doesn't matter who I captain my team because I've got nothing to play for. But if it did, I'd probably be tempted with introducing Pella into my starting eleven and captaining him against Villa. So I think anyone playing against Villa is captain material, so I'd probably go Pella. That, that's just about viable. I will give you that. Have, have you all managed to get 11 players this week, or do you need to take any hits? Like, there might be a lot of people taking hits to bring in players. Oh well, I, yeah, I'm going to be taking a minus, minus 20. twenty again. Yeah, I'll be taking another minus twenty. <laughs> what about you, Lloyd? Like, yeah, you're you're the one at the top. Uh, no, I can just I just need uh, one sub, and I've got that, so that's what I need. Yeah, I took a minus four last week because Jagielka got injured and Zaha wasn't playing, so I took a minus four last week, and then I've just got one transfer to make this week. Probably take the Kako out and bring Defoe in, and that's me done. I think we're going to have a lot of people thinking about like they haven't got their 11 for next week and whether to actually take a minus hit to bring them in. If you were in the situation with them, Lloyd, would you take a minus to play 11 players or would you just stick with 10? I guess it, for me it depends on where you are in the league. I think if you're leading your league or you're doing really well, then I probably wouldn't because you're gambling on that player... I mean, that player needs to do more than just play yeah, in order to make the subject worth it. Yeah, they could get rotated like, we, like we've seen this week as well. So. Yeah. I mean, Liverpool, I'm I, a bit wary of all their players still on game week 35 because yeah, they've definitely. still got a lot of games around them. And They have. That's the big worry for me is, yeah, the Liverpool players are a big concern. Even really, to an extent, some of the City players... Yeah. Um, a concern because Champions again they've League, got yeah. Champions League either side of it yeah. and they've got a game Saturday and then, yeah both so yeah it's a concern you can could end up with like eight players but there's not much you can do about it really yeah interesting yeah okay. Klopp really did screw everyone with, the, with that youth yeah. team the other day that that was that was huge I think that probably affected the majority but um, I thought someone actually yeah. posted that as a joke and I was like <laughs> oh no there's none of the back four <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> 
the Minulay one surprised me the most because what was the point in I that? Know. Like, they, you know, keepers don't do right. much. It's like, is Minulay in your squad, Ice Man? No, it's not in mine. Uh, I was just, it was confusing. I mean, I, I've got Sacco, Klein, and Sturridge, so at least Sacco got one point. And I do think he'll probably play the next game along with Klein and Sturridge, but it is concerning for other people because they've all brought him in, Minulay, and yeah, not a game. It was weird. It was well, a weird choice, that region. It was weird, but at the same time, I think that's Liverpool's obvious route to the Champions League. They've got a great chance of winning the Europa League. Yeah, um, I fancy them to beat Villarreal, and I don't see the other two being a huge handful of, against them in the final. So you know, I think it's good management from Klopp setting yeah. up for next season. Well, they Even won as well, didn't they? So. They did, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and Danny got us uh, a goal list, so there's no problems with that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, guys, have you seen the bonus points that have been announced in the City game tonight? Have they? No. Yeah. So... Uh, let me tell you, young Sergio pulled all three, okay. and then uh, Vernon <laughs> Anita got two, and then Kolarov and Fernando shared a single point each. So if you've captained Aguero, that's another six coming to you. If you've treble captained him, then you've got another nine coming your way. So jolly well done. Right, well, as usual, fair mixture there in terms of captain's choice. Let's go to Woodsy to hear what's been going on on Twitter. Okay, so we've had a few questions from our social media following. So thanks again for that, guys. We've had a question from Jason Brookins, trying to emulate our brookie. He's saying, is there a reliable way to figure out which double game week players are going to be rotated and whether they will play in either fixture? Now, I would say no. There's no way of determining that unless you can talk to Klopp. Try ringing him or emailing him. (laughs) Bullard, what do you think? Well, I wouldn't email Klopp. I'd definitely text, though. Um, if yeah. you're asking me about how to rotate, I guess it's, it's thinking about, um, which in hindsight is a wonderful thing, but what's going on in terms of the European fixtures and cup games. So we've, we've, we've all learned the hard way from Klopp there. Something I'll be thinking about in the next double game week. And, and looking at what the teams are playing for as well, I think you're much more likely if you've got a team chasing the Champions League or trying to beat the drop, that they're going to risk them and play twice than someone that you know, is a bit more luxury of a larger squad. Okay, so the, the blatant obvious then. Anybody else have anything else to uh, input into that? I think, to be fair, Pete does make a good point. And yeah. like, there's some teams that you know won't rotate because they haven't got the squad to. So yeah, maybe actually the double game week should be more about the squads that are smaller that weren't going to rotate. The difficulty is, though, that if you do that gamble on that premises, you probably wouldn't play Aguero. Aguero's played every minute. So it is a, it's a real fine line between who you take out and who you don't and what big players you have. Did you hear that, Woodsy? Lloyd, you agreed with me. <laughs> I know, your, your point is very valid. I think we lucked out double game weeks this year because the two top teams didn't have a double game week and you know, everyone took them out, didn't they? Everyone took their Spurs players and Leicester players out. Well, anyone who's actually following the game. They've obviously scored high and they've been playing. Next I, year, I really don't understand that. I really don't get that rationale. Why would you take out Spurs and Leicester players when they're fighting for the title? Well, because I know they don't have two fixtures, but... Did you take not take them out then, would you? No, I took out Spurs weeks, months ago now, but I kept my Leicester players. How they did? How they do you feel? Well, no, they they really did struggle and fail. <laughs> but I, 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 I still kept I still kept them on my in my squad. I actually benched them. I didn't play them. I just okay. kept them in the squad. I mean, you you've got to so look I, at you've got to look at it this way, where you've you've got your money that you've invested elsewhere. As in, I wouldn't have bought in Sturridge if I didn't ditch Kane. So, and I wouldn't have bought in Alexis if I didn't remove Older World. There's much more hope in those players now that they've got those two games. And I know that Kane and Older World were nailed, nailed on, but they've only got the one game. So you, you've got to look more hope in two games than just the one. 
I agree with you, Eddie. I think if I didn't have my bench boost, I would Mm. agree with you. I think you three or four in there from those teams. The problem is I had my bench boost and I was running out of time to use them. So if I didn't use my bench boost, then, or I suppose I could have kept them in and just not had, not been greedy. I think I did get greedy. That's the thing. I think you're right. It was ridiculous to take out Kane and Ali. The one thing I'd say about that, I know know Kane's done well yesterday, but compared to Sturridge, Kane scored, what, 13, Sturridge is on 12 and has another game to play. So if if he gets another couple of goals and ends up with a weak score of 20 plus and actually that's a decent transfer yeah and you've also got I made that yeah. transfer so I'm, I'm trying to justify it myself <laughs> you've got to look but at the games who's got a zero points so he has yeah he's preparing for a nice big night at Anfield I hope so yeah me too never gonna happen no <laughs> won't even play uh, okay so next question then is from twitter handle realmojo8901 uh, he's asked us, chips, is it a good thing for FPL or bad? I like the chips because it spices things up. But I'd like to see yeah, a rule. Love the chips. Yeah, love the chips. Sorry, I, I thought that was in the question, mate, sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. We, I think we all love chips. But he's saying he'd like to see a rule that would be imposed in double game weeks so the chips can't be use, used for the double game weeks. He, he says it makes it too predictable. No. Because people will hold their chips until then. What do, are your thoughts? I can hear jury with a deep... Um, <laughs> rumbling of no well it's made I wouldn't I, I do say think it's made it better. The, I wouldn't on. say that there's too many seasons where the double game week is this big yeah we never get I don't think games. there's ever been I don't uh, think there's and, ever been a season like that and with such favourable fixtures as well if you look at United yeah. at home twice Arsenal's home games etc etc I think no, his point is though that people well, obviously, you start with the chips at the beginning of the season. People will just wait and hold on to them throughout the first part of the season until the double game weeks are de- declared. Because yeah. before we knew who were going to be in the double game weeks, you guys were all saying, well, I'm saving them for the double game weeks. So he's saying that basically, in essence, everyone then saves them for the double game weeks for when they come up. So it kind of just defeats the object. But, but you look at yeah. if, if you triple Captain Aguero in that game, he scored five. He scored more than he did these two double game weeks. They would have benefited more there. So if you use it right, you doesn't have to use it in the double game weeks. No, yeah, no, like no. People who didn't bench boost this week to triple captain Aguero have probably done better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it brings, brings I know what he means. It's a good question. Mm. Yeah. It's a good question. Well, we have no influence, unfortunately, um, Mo. So who cares? Who knows? Um, it's going to stay the same because that's what FPL decides. Uh, but thanks for your tweet. Uh, next one is from Mr. Kennedy. He's saying, if you're 30 points behind in your mini league leader and used your wild card, should you take a big point hit to bring in differentials? Now, I can say, Mr. Kennedy, <laughs> from my own personal yeah. experience and my minus 20 and my minus 20 that I'll probably have to take for game week 35, it is a definite no. A points hit, yeah, hit I agree, here, or, I think a, a points hit here or there to bring in differentials might be worth it. Depends if he's got exactly the same players, but just not too much. Not minus twenty. No, I don't think it's worth it. The player has to perform so well to make the transfer worth it. Well, yeah, I, th- I think I agree. I think use your use your free transfers for your differential choices. Plan ahead, use them wisely, and you can select your differentials using your free transfers. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be. I think next season, it's a rule I've learnt this season, I've t- taken far too many big hits, which has obviously contributed to my poor league standing, as well as making all the other wrong decisions. But the minus points has definitely had an impact. So for next season, I will be definitely being a lot more conservative with my minus points. I, I do um, feel on the... Uh... Sorry, go, go ball. 
I was just saying, I think it's a bit, I think uh, as we get towards the end of the season, I think we need to do a feature on the podcast called Lessons Learned. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a list. To be fair, that's one of the main things I've changed this season with my tactics is I have very, very rarely taken any minus points. I've probably only taken it in two or three game weeks the whole season. I think you can get a big enough differential from a captain. Do you know what I mean? If you go for a bit of a differential captain, I think you can get a big enough points difference if they score well. So yeah. you don't necessarily need to differential use the transfers. Use your captain for that maybe as well. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. When I did much better last season, I seem to be getting it right with captains You know, most weeks this season. I've just been hopeless. So yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, and it has been an unpredictable season, hasn't it? I mean, who would have thought Chelsea would do so poorly? I started with three Chelsea players in my in my squad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it has been a tricky one. And obviously Leicester, West Ham doing as well as they have done with the inclusion of Payet, etc. So there's lots of um, unpredictability this season. And this I'll is all very nostalgic. Is there any more? It any is, more yeah. Questions? There's a sombre mood just because <laughs> very I, I'm sombre. Any, my any other standing, questions? <laughs> my 29 points. Last one is from our good friend, Yolo. He said about the best replacements for Jamie Vardy. I think there's been a couple of suggestions, but Bullard, what are your thoughts on this? Well, if you want to stick with Leicester, I still think Ujoa. I think it depends, though, how much money you've got and who's also in your squad already. So I'm quoting the bleeding obvious again. Uh, if you haven't got them, I would be thinking about Sturridge, um, Ujoa, definitely. I'm just looking at the games for next week. I mean, if you're looking at your 7.6 million price tag for Vardy. Well, um, uh, I think Lloyd's idea of Defoe earlier, and maybe Welbeck's playing regularly for Arsenal as well he's pretty cheap and going out of the squad anytime soon with the former Giroud and Walcott do you, do you guys reckon Rashford's going to continue not next week he's, he's not mate he's still well, scoring game in game week 35. I, I would personally think it would be silly for him to stop him whilst he's in this flow yeah. there would be no point in you know you're trying to inspire generate continue the form of a young and up and coming player to then just suddenly put him on the bench or reduce his game time is going to hinder that but then in the same breath are you going to be looking to protect him where he's so young I don't know and plus it's LVG isn't it so his decision making isn't always sound or rational yeah, no, I yeah he's crazy so that's the conclusion of Twitter uh, thanks again for all your tweets and keep them coming in we will endeavour to answer all of them during the podcast those we don't we will tweet back thanks for that Woodsy yeah so thank you for all your questions look forward to hearing more of those next week and doing our best to answer them now that wraps up all of our features which takes us to the spine tingling Iceman's quiz yep cheers Paul okay last week again you could sense the frustration in Lloyd when our special guest Tom Campbell won the quiz and I was originally going to give the point to Bully but now I've decided against that so Lloyd is still on one Beard is on two Woodsy leading on four who doesn't actually need a win now and Bully you're still going to be on three I'm afraid because I didn't think it was very fair giving you the point considering uh, Lloyd moaned at me so well, much well I knew about Tom's uh, t- I just want to say I was I feel it was a real shame that uh, I didn't get to work with Tom because I thought he was excellent and I knew about his statistical pedigree which matched your own hence trying to sub him in cheekily but uh, I've been thwarted yeah, he was decent I've, yeah. he was very decent very well decent done Tom yeah. uh, I hope to work with you again in the future yeah hopefully yeah we should we'll get him on if yeah we go two down again anyway um only four game weeks to go so Lloydy you you ready ready sir good okay question one Sergio Aguero scored a hat-trick this weekend against Chelsea. Question is, how many hat-tricks have been scored this season? Oh, good question. And we're wow. Going to, question. And we're going to go to Woodsy first. How many hat-tricks have been scored this season? Yeah. Uh, it's got to be low, isn't it? So I'm going to go four, five. And Bully? Nine. And Lloyd? Seven. <laughs> 
It's actually 12, so Bully gets the points there. Oh, wow. Yeah. What, what was the answer? Did you not hear? Did you, that went quiet. I didn't hear anything. What was the answer? You're killing me. <laughs> it's, it's 12. Oh, how <laughs> So you get the points there. How Okay, and the bonus question is, how many goals have been scored in the Premier League so far this season? Ooh, and gosh. Woodsy, you are first. Oh, wow, goals overall. Um, uh, 340. And Billy? Um, overall, the whole season? Yeah. Yeah. That was the question, yeah. Oh, God. Um, 900. And Lloyd? 30, this is really tricky. I have no idea what this would be. <laughs> 20 teams. <laughs> But you don't times it by 34. Mate, you can't, can't do the math 30. on this one. I'm trying to do the math, but it's going to fail, I'm sure. Um, 600. And That's wrong. Bully... <laughs> bully got it. It's over 1,000. I had to stop myself from laughing at Woodsy's 340 shout. Oh, mate, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's over 1,000. No, no, let's no. do the math. So let, let's divide 340 goals by 20 teams. <laughs> that gives each club an average of 17 goals each for the whole season. <laughs> Uh, math was never my point. <laughs> it's over a thousand goals. No, no, it's uh, Woodsy, um, Bully was really close. It was eight hundred and seventy-two so far. So <laughs> Bully's on two points so far. Oh wait, Lloyd wow, and Stu really both on zero. Okay, we we are getting down to the last four game weeks now. So all this season, I've been listing the stats for the whole season. So I'm going to make it more recent now and do it for just the last four game weeks. So it's more oh, recent so knowledge recent. than the whole season. So question two is actually which team has had the most shots on target within the last four game weeks? And the options are Man City, Liverpool, West Ham, Crystal Palace, Tottenham, Arsenal and Newcastle. And we're going to you first, Billy. Uh, Man City. And Lloyd? Yeah, Man City seems like a good shout. They've scored a lot of goals. Oh, I'm going to go for the Gunners. And with Are they even an option? Yes, they are. <laughs> And would he? They shouldn't be, but they are. Yeah, I'm going to go for Arsenal too. And the answer is Liverpool. Arsenal in second and City uh, quite far down in seventh. Bonus question Liverpool. is Bonus question is how many shots on target have they done within the last four game weeks? And Bully or first? What? Uh, 18. And Lloyd? How many shots on target or just shots in general? Shots on target. Um, what did you go, uh, Pete? He went 18. 18. Uh... <laughs> 20. Mm. And Woodsy? <laughs> <laughs> Tw- 21. <laughs> and Woodsy gets the points there. It's 27. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I really get sandwich there. <laughs> we'll I had no chance. Delicious Parker sandwich, keeping him on zero. <laughs> So yeah, Billy on two, Stuart on uh, one, Lloyd on none so far. Question three, which player has created the most chances within the last four game weeks? Options are Sanchez, Townsend, Payet, Ozil, Eriksson, Kabai or Aguero. And we're going to Lloyd first. So who has created the most? Yeah. Including this week? Including all the games up until tonight's game. So that included yesterday's games? Yeah. I'm going to go Eriksson. And Woodsy? Aguero and Bully. I was going to go Ericsson as well. It's actually Payet. Ericsson close in second place. Uh. Mm. <laughs> uh, so okay. I wouldn't have expected that, but it's one less for Charlie Parker to get right, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is indeed. How many chances has he created within the last four game weeks, Lloyd? A lot. Mm. You should know. Sixteen. And Woodsy. 
20. And Bully. 15. And Woodsy and Lloyd gets the points there because it's 18. So that's right in the middle. middle, Cashback. I'll quite happily share them with you, Parker. (laughs) So Stu's on two, uh, Lloyd's on one, and Bully's on two. So how many... uh, No, I've done that one. (laughs) Question question four. Is it 18? 18. (laughs) Question four. 18. which team has conceded the most big chances within the last four game weeks? And for you, for you, Lloyd, for you, Lloyd, because I know you're going to complain. I found the definition. And <laughs> the definition <laughs> for a big chance is uh, a situation where a player should reasonably be expected to score, usually in a one-on-one scenario or from very close range. Happy, Lloyd. Tremendously happy, mate. Good. Right. The options are Man United, Aston Villa. Crystal Palace, Sunderland, Watford, West Ham, or Chelsea. So, which team has conceded the most big chances within the last four? And we're going to Woodsy first. Which team has created the most big chances? No, conceded. <laughs> Someone oh, doesn't listen. Conceded. Oh, sorry. Um, Aston Villa. And Bully. Um, let's go for some variety. Let's go Sunderland. And Lloyd. Villa, it's got to be Villa, but it's too obvious. I think you might have put Chelsea in it. Oh, God. I'm going to go Chelsea. It's actually Watford. Oh. West Ham in second. Villa at the bottom of that list. It's because people score against Villa. <laughs> <laughs> They've actually finished their chances. They can't not. How many big it's chan- the four traffic cones at back and the cutout in goal. How, how many big chances have they conceded in the last four, Woodsy? Oh, um, seven. And Bully. Fourteen. And Lloyd. Fifteen. Oh, wrong way, Lloyd. It's thirteen. No. How away? So Bully, Bully gets the point there. So Bully's on three, mm. Stu on two, Lloyd on one. Can Lloyd win the quiz? Yes. Yeah, yeah still, still two, two questions left. Just joking. <laughs> question, question five. Which player has made it? Go on, go on Stu. Sorry, sorry, Drew. I was just going to say, Parker, you must be really happy with uh, Lee Catamol's performance over the weekend against uh, Norwich. He was quite passionate, he did, wasn't he? Right. He played very well. Yeah. So he's going to be a, a really good inclusion into your squad next season, mate. <laughs> Enjoy Tom Heaton. You don't even know who he is, do you? So there we go. He's still oh. Burnley's keeper. Oh, oh. A nice knowledge, would he? Oh, oh, wait. He he shoved, I did know it. He shoved that in your face, yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, question five. Which player has made the most amount of clearances within the last four game weeks? And the options are Kabul, Kone, Morgan, Closer, Hoof, Williams and Delaney. And the Kone is the one playing Sunderland. And we're going to Bully first. Well, if if Hoof, um, if uh, clearance is defined as kicking ball into row Z, having watched Robert Hoof recently, I've got to go with him. Okay, and Lloyd? Um, Williams. And Woodsy? I need a different option. Pick me a different option, Jim. Go, go close enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll go, I'll go one less than what Bullard said. No, seriously. Uh, defender, uh, I don't know what the options are. I'll just go with Hoof then. <laughs> And the correct answer was Kabul. Ah, see, I would have gone with him. And Kone in second place. So lost, Sunderland making a lot of clearances recently. Nice, nice. That, that Rose Z tactic. Hmm. It's the long balls. I think you've mistaken long balls for clearances. <laughs> I don't know, but you need to watch Robert Hoof. He's, he's pretty disastrous. I thought we were talking about Sunderland. I thought we were talking about Hoof. It's that red line chemistry again. Right, red mo- line, mate. Moving on, moving on. 
Uh, bonus, question, bonus question. How many clearances has he done within the last four game weeks? Bully. 15. And Lloyd. How many clearances in the last four game weeks? 20. And Woodsy. Uh, 13. And Lloyd gets the points there. It's actually 48. Oh. Get in there. Jesus. So, so that brings it Bully on three, Lloyd on two, and Stu on two. And we're moving into the final question. So... Oh, suspense. <laughs> so you need this <laughs> one. Oh, oh, you little beauty. So you need this one, Lloyd. Uh, what? Ten games of... There's, over... there's no bonus question to the question. Yeah, yeah, there's a bonus question. Okay. So no, Stuart can open. afford to get it right, and I can still get the last one, the bonus bit right. Yeah. Okay. okay, final question. Ten games over the weekend and Monday night, not including today's game, tonight's game even. According to Opta, how many tackles were made this game week? And we're going to go to Woodsy first. How many tackles were made this game week? <sighs> 210. And Bully? Oh, God. Um, 250. And Lloyd? 210 and 250. Oh, <laughs> God, where do I go? <laughs> I think you should go lower, personally. I think we've... Uh... We've gone too high. No, I disagree. I think you should go higher. Ten games, twenty-one tackles. What? Oh, Lloyd's answer is twenty-one tackles. <laughs> Two hundred and <laughs> nine. <laughs> Lloyd, I really set you up for that one. You got it wrong. It's five hundred and fifty. Away. <laughs> so bully gets the points there. And Bully wins the quiz. <laughs> I am missing the setup, though. How was that? Set? Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, oh, it's so obvious when you know the bloody answer. Well, you were last, so you. you I'm going to do choice. the quiz next year, and James, I'm going to laugh at every answer. That oh, yeah, I think... <laughs> oh, lemons. Yeah, sorry, if I don't see you through the week, I'll see you through the keyhole. <laughs> We can do the bonus question. Which team has made the most tackles this game week? It's irrelevant because Pete wins, but go on, Lloydie. Who we got? Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll. Nice. Yeah, Andy West Carroll's Ham. the team himself, mate. Any, any legit answers? West Ham. Chelsea. All right. And Bully? I'll go for Chelsea. Chelsea. And uh, Woodsy? Oh, uh, the other one. Um, Liverpool. It was actually Chelsea. Oh, hey! 42 Pete's won uh, by a landslide. So well done, Billy. Well done, Pete. Well done. <laughs> oh, that feels good. Does that make me safe? I think it does. Yeah. You're now oh, on. I think you're now on four. So it's between Lloydie and Beard to battle it out. Just think of the options, lads. Next season, you've got Catamol. You've got Bradley Johnson at Norwich. We've got who holds for Crystal Palace? Oh, MacArthur. Yeah, that? Oh, that'd be awful. Yeah, that? Oh no, yeah. no, James MacArthur. That'll be dreadful. Christ. Gareth Barry. <laughs> No, he, he, come on, that's oh, a little bit creative. I'm starting to think that if Sunderland do stay up, because we've been harping on about him all this podcast, like we should just go with Lee Catamar. Oh, yeah, I'm just I'm just preparing for if Sunderland aren't in the league next year, which yeah. is a realistic possibility. But, yeah, uh, yeah Catamol's the nailed on, but there are options, great options. I hope they stay up. I hope I have Catamol, and I would love it if he scored. <laughs> Against Tom Heaton. Exactly. You've still got three three podcasts to go, I think, uh, now, Lloyd. So don't threat. You still might... uh... I can't make any of the next three. (laughs) It just seems bizarre that the two people that are down the bottom know all the answers to the quiz quiz questions, but then can't get it right when it comes to actually picking the teams. (laughs) 
You say know the answers. How many tackles have been in the last game week? I mean, for God's sake. <laughs> if I read it, that's not a general knowledge question. I'll edit this bit out, Lloyd. But I was with Grumpy. 250, that's pretty accurate as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well, Chelsea, well, I was only 300 out. Chelsea got yeah. 42 <laughs> alone. Like, and you were set up for it as well. Uh, you know, Bournemouth got 35, right. so right. it was quite Let's a lot. Let's look at that stat earlier. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Keith. Uh, right, does that bring us to the end of the quiz? Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> the lemons are incredible. Oh, Senor Lemony. Right, okay, contact details. That brings us to the end of the quiz, but I'm sure you're all dying to uh, to comment and send us your feedback. So first of all, facebook.com forward slash fantasy football surgery. You can also tweet us your questions, please do, at ff underscore surgery. We're all on that at various times during the week. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, but also please tune into iTunes, log on to us there, exclamation mark, fancy football surgery. And also please join our podcast league. The code is 256323-787353. You can also donate at patreon.com. I believe that feed is still alive and well. Iceman, can you tell them what the website address is? Website address is fancyfootballsurgery.com. Need to start updating it now. Put some Plenty of articles coming soon as well. Well, yeah, hopefully. And all that's left to do is to say goodbye to the panel. So to Woodsy. Au revoir. To Parker. Lemon off. To the Iceman. <laughs> yeah, see you guys. And from me, it's goodbye and we'll speak to you next week. Dun 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 The mood has turned rather sour. I don't believe this Patrick stats. Tell me who scored twelve hat tricks. I will tell you who scored twelve hat tricks, Lloyd. Um, what York? Because I've been doing. Because I, I, I actually, I actually went through them one by one on the dream team. And then I examined well, everyone's score. Here, well, let me finish, Lloyd. Let so me far. let me finish, Lloyd, and I'll tell you. So we're going with Wilson against West Ham game week three. Naismith against Chelsea game week five. Sanchez God. against Leicester game week seven. Aguero yeah. against Newcastle game week eight. Sterling yeah. against Bournemouth game week nine. Wijnaldum against uh, Norwich, game week 9. Kane Uh, against Bournemouth, game week 10. Kone against Sunderland, game week 11. Mares against against Swansea, game week 15. Defoe against Swansea, game week 21. Carroll against Arsenal, game game week 33. And Aguero against Chelsea, game week 34. That wasn't 12, mate. That was. That was 13. That was a really good quiz, Jim. I enjoyed those uh, questions. That hat trick was uh, surprising. Oh, very good. Yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying to. I'm trying to get a good question for. A lot of people. A lot of people still own Aguero, but uh, a lot. Sorry, a lot of people still. Own, a lot of people still own Kane. I was reading Aguero's name. Sorry, Pete. You League have to, Pete, two, Pete, five, Pete, six, Pete, Pete, three, Pete, three, Pete, seven, Pete, eight, seven, Pete, 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 Pete. Just, just start the uh, join our podcast league, league again.